The Quest of Brahma by Victor J. Daly Read for LibriVox.org by Algie Pug Once upon a hushed red morning in the wondrous years of old, when the sun rose like a Raja, clad in robes of gleaming gold, and upon his land of India poured the largesse of his heart, by the Ganges stood a Brahmin, far from all his kind, apart. Darkly, on that royal dawning, gazed the Brahmin, sore distraught, and his body lean was shaken with the passion of his thought. Many years with hands uplifted, till they withered in the air, I have prayed, he cried, to Brahma, but he heedeth not my prayer. I have prayed, and I have fasted, waiting ever for a sign, while the world went reeling past me with its women and its wine. Burning suns by day have scorched me, freezing stars with icy spears. They have pierced my brain at midnight through the long and lonely years. I would lose my soul in Brahma, who is soul and life and breath. Naught to me are human shadows flitting by to empty death. I have done with prayer and fasting, lest the years in vain go by. I will search the world for Brahma, I will seek him till I die. Thus the Brahmin spake, then swiftly journeyed up the Ganges stream. All around him reeled the riot of a strange phantasmal dream. Rajas proud he saw, returning from the wars in regal guise, in their turbans blood-red rubies, gleaming over gleaming eyes. Royal elephants that slowly marched, with trunks in pride uncurled, and the spearmen and the banners, and the glory of the world. And amidst the great processions, captive kings in fetters borne, while the cymbals clashed with triumph, and the trumpets blared with scorn. These he passed, with eyes unheeding, all their glorious array, for he knew they were but shadows that grim death would sweep away. Never sight of human sorrow, never show of human pride, edge of sword or smile of woman, turned him from his path aside. Yet he stayed by still dim waters, on whose breast the lotus blooms, flower of secrecy and silence, gleaming midst the temple glooms. All in vain he searched the temples, where, in many a form and guise, in the dim vast halls the idols stared with soulless jewelled eyes. I will seek, he cried, for Brahma midst the everlasting snows, where the holy Ganges river from his awful forehead flows. To the far-off peaks he turned him, leaving homes of men behind, driven onward by his yearning as a flame before the wind. Hunger gnawed and fear pursued him as he climbed with sobbing breath, and above his head, unsleeping, hovered dark the vulture death. Ever downward plunged the torrents in a fierce and foaming flood, roaring through the gloomy gorges like a people mad for blood. Rose the white moon like a spectre, all with ghostly light aglow, shining on a lonely shadow midst the Himalayan snow. Rose the sun in opal glory, still the shadow lingered there, on a ledge above the eagles, in the vast blue void of air. 
Long the Brahmin stood and gazed on India lying far below, like a Maharani dreaming evil dreams of war and woe. And he felt his bosom thrilling with a fearful pity then, for the fierce unhappy nations, for the wretched sons of men. All this woe of old passed by me as a cry upon the wind. Brahma is no god of mercy unto hapless humankind. Or, perchance, the fate that rules us rules him too through endless years, and the Ganges flowing seaward is the flowing of his tears. So he spake. Then, upward struggling, came at last unto a plain, cold and silent, white and awful, far above the hurricane. And amidst it gleamed the fountain whence the holy river flows, and beside the mystic fountain bloomed a red and lonely rose. Never wind its leaves did ruffle, never breeze dispersed its balm, as it bloomed there, a still glowing blossom of eternal calm. All the plain was white and silent, blue and silent was the sky, and the Brahmin, in his anguish, by the rose lay down to die. Now the end has come, he murmured, lone I die amidst the snows, I have sought in vain for Brahma. I am Brahma, breathe the rose. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.